Okay, so this is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. Welcome. We're going to continue to talk about how um, Satan is being exposed. Jesus is teaching us how he's been controlling our life and how he's in the way of us getting ready for Jesus, being able to hear Jesus even. And so let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for giving us wisdom, the revelation knowledge we need to succeed, to live well in your kingdom here, to prepare the way for you, and of course, to be ready to move in with you when you get here. And we love you and praise you and give you all the glory. And of course, you might leave here first before Jesus gets here. And so you have to be ready either way. So I want to read to you, or maybe just um, glance over again what we were talking about, that we need to take captive every thought. Our warfare isn't against people. When you have problems, trouble, things arise with other people, your warfare is really against the enemy. Our warfare isn't against flesh and blood but it's the enemy. And the way to take authority over him, Jesus gave us authority over him. Power and authority has been given to you. Nothing can harm you. You have authority over the enemy. And so when you have trouble, um, it's the enemy. And to take captive every thought and make sure it's a God thought. Make sure you're not thinking the enemy's thoughts. So we're going to talk further of this, and we're going to be focusing on managing what we think. Managing what we think. And Jesus said in Mark 4, he said, pay attention to what you hear. The measure of thought and study you give to it, the truth you hear, will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you, and more besides will be given to you. And so when we pay attention to him, when our mind is on him, we're actually going to have revelation knowledge. We're going to be excited and interested to be about Jesus rather than about the things of the world, leaving no room for the enemy, really. I want to read up a little further. He said, as a lamp brought to put under a peck measure under a bed, not to be on the lampstand, things are hidden temporarily only as a means to revelation. For nothing is hidden except to be revealed, and nothing is kept secret except that it may be, may be known. And so when you're serious about Jesus and you pay attention to him purposefully, when you change your mind, to think the word, to captive every thought, and decide you're going to live for him, you're going to get more revelation knowledge. You're, you're going to have more understanding. And it's interesting and exciting and a journey to walk down that narrow path rather than just to let any old thing come into your mind, say any old thing, live any old way, but to really have a quest to walk in the kingdom of God. To be that worker for Jesus, to prepare the way for him, to do the greater work. It, it, it's so much more exciting than worrying about what are you going to eat, what are you going to drink, and what are you going to wear. Instead, you're learning. 
kingdom principles. You're learning how to walk in the kingdom of God and, and have revelation knowledge and be a service to others who need God. If any man has, if any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and perceive and comprehend. Just before that, the, uh, the disciples asked Jesus what a parable meant. And he said, to you has been given the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Because they gave up the old life for this new life. And that's what we have to do, disconnect from the world's way of doing things and the way God does things. In Romans 12, too, do not be conformed to this world, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs. Don't get caught up in the world, but be transformed, be changed by the entire renewal of your mind. Change your thinking. Don't think the way the world thinks anymore. And the enemy won't even be able to, to butt you. If you're, if you're not thinking worldly, he's, he's not going to be able to use the world's way to control you. Be transformed, be changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitudes, so that you can prove for yourself what is good and perfect and acceptable and perfect the perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. Remember, Jesus said, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father. And many are going to say, but Lord, we did this, we did that, we did this for you. And he's going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. So when you change your mind to do his will, to do the things that are good and acceptable um, in his sight, when, when you change from the world's way to his way, you're going to naturally walk in the kingdom of God, and you're going to stand before Jesus that day, and he's not going to say, I didn't know you. He's not going to say that because you didn't conform to the world, the world's way of doing. You no longer are interested in sin. You want unbroken fellowship with him, Romans 6, 11, which, which means that you don't sin anymore. It's your old self. You're not interested in sinning. You're interested in living in the kingdom of God, the exciting way to live, to, to go to prepare the way for him, to learn, to learn to cast out demons, lay hands on the sick, care about those he cares about. And instead of caring about yourself and have that happiness, that peace, that joy, that contentment, that zeal for life, because you're doing as well, you changed your mind. You're not living that way anymore. You're living this new life. You're living the life Jesus lived, lives, and the life the disciples lived when he was here. They laid it all aside because they found this much more exciting, interesting, a journey rather than living the same old humdrum way day after day, just doing the same old stuff all the time. Jesus is exciting. He's, he's, he's challenging. And he's calling us. He wants us to be like him. He wants us to do his work. We're good enough. And the enemy is going to tell you you're not. 
Jesus is in love with us. And he wants to he wants us to be a part of his life. And, and the way to do that is to manage our mind, to keep our minds occupied with him and his his life, his way of doing, and the enemy isn't going to have any entrance because you you started out taking captive your thoughts, practicing practicing his way. This is what he's teaching us today. Practicing to not think the enemy's thoughts, but he keeps coming and you keep have to be taking um, authority over him and resisting him. But when we spend more time being careful what we hear, what we're putting in our temple, what we're thinking, then we're going to get those results of whatever we put in. Jesus said, what's in your heart will come out of your mouth. So everything, if everything's doom and gloom, you've been putting doubt and unbelief in your heart. What a man is thinking that he is. As a man thinks, so is he. So if you're thinking you're sick and you're broke and, and you know, this is bad and that is bad and, oh, it's Monday, you know. I hear people say that all the time, and I used to, but I, I don't have one day different from another anymore. In fact, I love Mondays. I love getting back to what I was doing, doing my work for Jesus. I love it. I love the things, you know, what he put inside you to do is going to bring you happiness, peace, joy, and contentment when you do it. But when you get off track and you get distracted and you're doing something else, then, you know, that's when the enemy starts having entrance into your heart, into your mind. Don't allow him in there. You know, think about it. When you move into heaven, what are you going to be thinking about? Who are we going to be worshiping, praising, giving glory to? You're not going to be thinking about the enemy. He's going to be long gone. And that's what Jesus is saying to us today. He's long gone if you decide to change what you think. If you decide to live in unbroken fellowship with Jesus. Romans 12, 2 in the message translation. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants for you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you develops well-formed maturity in you. And that feels good. It feels healthy instead of, like is said here, that you just get dragged down and you're, you're not fixing your attention on Jesus. And so you just get caught up on the world's way of doing it. And, and that's the wide path Jesus was talking about. Everybody's on it and you don't want to be on it. You want to be on that narrow path. You want to be corrected and growing up and mature. You want, you want to be like Jesus. You want to look like him, right? Isn't he amazing? He's awesome. He's beautiful. And he even said, grow up. Be like your father. Don't, don't be all about yourself, but be like him. 
be perfect like him. And the Amplified, Amplified Bible explains perfect as mature. He's asking us to be, to be mature. You know, people that are self-centered, little kids, everything's about them. They're not very attractive, right? It's all about them. Life is just about them and nothing else. And that's selfish. And that's walking on the wide path that leads to death. Jesus wants us to know the truth. He wants us to live in the truth. He said, I'm telling you all these things so my joy can be in you. Let's receive that joy. Let's receive that correction. He said, he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, he'd come and live on the inside of you. That means him and his father are going to make their abode in you. When we leave here, we're going to be living. God is going to be right there among us. And so that is a lifestyle that we have to start getting ready to live. Not the lifestyle we live here, because if we stay in this, in this way of living, then Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you. You weren't getting ready. You didn't change your mind. You didn't manage what you were thinking. Manage what you're thinking. Be in control. Stop letting the enemy control you with his negative thinking, the ways of the world. And so the thing is that when you start managing what you think, managing what you do, managing how you feel, that is the best life ever. And you're going to be preparing to live in the kingdom. And you're not going to be thinking the doom and the gloom anymore. Can you imagine in heaven bringing all your so-called problems with you? Your problems are really sin because if you have all these problems, then you're not living in the kingdom of God. If you're having all these problems, you're not living in the kingdom because you're living in unbelief and doubt instead of faith. Have faith in God. When the disciples weren't having faith, he said, how long am I to put up with you? Let's get it. Jesus said, well, will I have faith when I come? Will I find faith on the earth? Will he? Will he find faith on the earth? Are you going to be faith-filled? Are you going to be in verse 22? But Lord, Matthew 7, 21 through 23. But Lord, I went to Sunday school. I taught Sunday school. I was a Christian all my life. How can you say you didn't know me? Because if you're not living in his kingdom, if you didn't get ready now, you're, you're not ready to move in and you can't take all that stuff with you. All the stuff you're hanging on to, your problems. Figuring out what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. We got to learn now. This is a time to prepare. This is time to manage your mind so that you can enter into the kingdom of heaven boldly. We have to get on that narrow path now. And Jesus prophesied not many are on that path. That's pretty sad. 
Not many are on that path. Are you going to be on that path? Are you going to choose what you think? Are you going to choose to let the enemy control you? Are you going to fill your mind with the things of God so you can have happiness, so you can have Jesus' joy in you to overflowing? I have come that you may have life, have it to the full. The enemy has come to still kill and destroy. You get to choose. Choose life. You know, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. What is he saying? If you love me, you're going to start getting ready to move in with me. If you love me, your mind is going to be on me. He thinks about you all the time. If you love him, his mind, your mind is going to be on him. You're going to be in unbroken fellowship with him. You're going to be like, I don't want to sin. Why would I want to sin? Why do I want to break my fellowship with Jesus? I want him next to me all the time, in me all the time. If I make a mistake, I want to hear that I did, and I want to fix it so I can move in with him, so I can please him, so I can love him back. You know, he said to me one day, he said, I hurt so you wouldn't have to hurt. He was talking about laying down his life. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He came that you could have life to the full. So you wouldn't have to be in sorrow and pain. He did it for you because he loves you. And if we love him, then we're going to care about what he cares about. We're going to manage our minds so that we can live in that abundant life that he came to give, give us. It, if we just let any old thing happen, if we don't take control like he told us to, we're going to live separate from him. And really, it's, it's an offense to him. Switch places if you were Jesus. And you did all that. For, for that for yourself if you did all that and you're the person and the person is saying but but I know you did that for me but I just can't believe it I just can't I'm just gonna go this way it seems easier or whatever reason excuses people have just think how that would make you feel. Reject it all over again? Seriously, you don't believe me? Jesus is saying, I gave my life for you. I took those stripes for your healing. Do you believe me? So that's the word that I have for you today. And Jesus, as Jesus said, he said that um, he's knocking in the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, he'd come and live on the inside of you. And Revelation 3.19, right before that, he said he corrects those he loves. And he's going to correct you and teach you to get you ready to move into his kingdom. To prove your love for him. He already knows. 
what's most important to you. But as he teaches and corrects you, you start to see clearly what means the most to you. And then you have to make that choice. Are you going to let go of that? Are you going to let go of Jesus? Is it worth your eternal life? Or isn't it? So are you ready? Are you ready to to manage your mind? Ask Jesus to live on the inside of you? Get on this journey that leads to eternal, everlasting life? Then I want to pray with you. Let's do that, Jesus. Thank you that you love us so much. You want us to be a part of your life. And we commit to do your will. We commit to do your will and start living in your kingdom right here, right now. Putting sin behind us and live in that unbroken fellowship with you. Being so preoccupied with you and, and your world, your kingdom, that the enemy can't even touch us. We commit to you. Thank you. We, we're asking you right now, come and live on the inside of us. Be our God. Be our God. We just put everything else aside, and we want to care about you as much as you do us. We want to be as faithful to you as you are to us. Thank you, Jesus. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. If you said that prayer, in the, be- in the beginning was the Word, and the Word is God, John 1, 1. He is His Word. So you need to look at the Word so you can get to know Him, so you can hear Him talk to you, worship Him. And Jesus said, if you would obey Him, He'd manifest Himself to you. So you know He's talking to you. You're going to feel His presence. He, he's going to tell you exactly what to do. So you want to do that every day. Be filled with him. Be preoccupied with him. And that thing that he called you to do for him, be a part of his life. Get ready to move in with him. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.